0: Song title challenge, Climbers, where the question is, how should you write this one? And the writers just got so busy worrying whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should write it that way. <laughs> and that's what this is about. Climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com put song title challenge or STC in this subject line. I've gotten a few mistypings on that, but because I can see that they're trying to like, I, I can tell that they're, you know, like FTC or, or right, something, yeah. hard, like something weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, that looks like it might be a song title challenge. Subject. But the whole point <laughs> is to make it stick out so I can put it in the right folder amongst the barrage of crap I receive on a daily basis over and above my normal, non-crap work emails. So we wanna make sure it gets in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And then we bring on a rock star like our guest today to help Brent and I try to cook up five or six different conceptual ideas for how you should write that song. I think the overall exercise here is about giving you, you know, pulling back the green curtain on The Wizard of Oz and showing you how the professional songwriters think. And this isn't hard work, right? But it's a lot of it's 15 or 20 minutes that a lot of writers Uh don't put in before they write the song. And that is the difference between a good song and a great song. That song where you're just like, oh man, like that's just so friggin' clever Mm -hmm. and so smart and so good. And I didn't think it's a little ambush or whatever, but it's the one that brings it all home. And so we want you to be able to see that. You got to dig through the dirt, past the gold, past the platinum to get to the diamond where the pressure is. And you get the diamond and that's where the the big stuff happens. Okay, so it's not a co-write in any way, shape or form. We say to the owner of the song title use all of what we say use none of what we say uh-huh. use some of what we say it's up to you we uh do demand an invite to the number one party yes and i demand an open bar brent demands child care so that he can attend the party yes <laughs> <laughs> and then don't worry about that i, I usually get slip Brent a couple cocktails
1: <laughs> right yeah Open bar's a bonus. (laughs)
0: That's right. Um, And the other part about this, which is super, super informative, is like, look, we're all human, and you got a hookbook, and you probably got years of hooks in there. And those hooks, for whatever reason, they made it into that hookbook because they had a lot of energy. You felt something, enough to put it down in that hookbook at the moment. But if they don't get the kind of attention – a specific kind of attention within a certain amount of time, the algorithm in your brain starts telling you, eh, that's old news. That's wilted lettuce. We don't need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to the oldest hooks in your hookbook and do this little 15 to 20-minute exercise, all of a sudden you realize, no, no, there it is. This has been just a piece of gold waiting at the front of the book for its time to shine in the sun. And Brent, you've actually done that and had it turned into cuts.
1: That's right, dude. We so we started doing this uh, for the show and we were getting such good results I was like I got to figure out a way to do this for my own old hooks that have been sitting around cuz my hook books I've been keeping that site for like 20 something years and ugh, closer to 30 now. Crap. Anyway, so I started going through just making, it with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Hello. Anyway, started going through them and I started as a fetus. Started going through them in a systematized kind of way and It's working for me. It's a lot of what I bring into co-writes. I am getting cuts. So I just I was looking through it the other day as I was doing my personal song title challenge and looking through going, hey, what have I gotten cut off here and written and whatever? And I found one for let's see, so you know, they're all numbered on my computer. So it's it came from the batch between eighteen sixty-one and eighteen eighty. So one thousand eight hundred sixty-one to one thousand eight hundred and eighty. And I'm currently not like not the year then? not the not year not the then. year no, I've been at it that long
0: <laughs> like you're a vampire we didn't know it you're like I wrote this one back and I was hanging
1: out with Eisenhower that was way before Eisenhower though so it is over halfway back in my hookbook all right cuz I have over 4000 hooks in my hookbook I haven't written yet so this is more than halfway back and it got it's a song called Outlive Your Life, the title, and I song title challenged it, brought it into a co-write with our friend Jason Cox and Kenna Turner. It got cut by Brian Free and Assurance, and that EP that it's on is now nominated for a Grammy for Best Roots Gospel Album.
0: Come on, it can not only get you cuts, but Grammy nominations. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cats sleeping together, total pandemonium.
1: <laughs> yes, so I'm like, gum, I'm so glad. Yeah. I do my personal song title challenge. <laughs> yeah. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules! Hey, so we we don't just sell this stuff; we buy it ourselves, yo. <laughs> there you go. All right, so Brent, why don't you introduce?
0: We did get uh, high
1: off our own supply.
0: Yeah, high off our own supply. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brett, introduce our guest. This person, I love them already. I just met them right now on the podcast, but That's definitely right. orbits around my planet of energy.
1: <laughs> yes, so I first met our guest briefly at the Climb Takeover at Live Oak. Johnny was probably somewhere else flittering around, drinking his cocktail and being co-mayor of Cool Town.
2: How did I not meet you? It's a, it's a, it's a I'm just not memorable, I
1: guess. Oh, oh
2: shit.
1: <laughs> uh, Parker,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> In my defense, I had a couple cocktails. He did. <laughs> remember that whole open bar thing? That's not a shtick.
2: <laughs> there was a lot going on. That night was crazy. Like, there was just a lot going on that
1: night. There was a lot going on. It was Parker. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> so I remember meeting Parker. Oh, thanks, Brent. <laughs> I was not trying to throw you under the bus. I was just saying, I met her. No, new- no. But I got hit by the bus and Brent pulled,
0: pulled Parker out of it and hopped up in the driver's seat, backed it up. Did you get the license plate off that, Johnny? <laughs> 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 I, was, I was
1: trying not to, but that's how I met today's <laughs> guest. It's
0: all right. I had it coming to me.
1: I just figured you were off somewhere doing your, your thing. So I didn't know you met her. So I just knew I did. Anyway, today's guest <laughs> has uh, surpassed 4.9 million organic streams across Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, was named the iHeartRadio Feature Star for March, April 2023. Uh, it was a 2023, I guess, British Columbia Country Music Award nominee and performer for like Female Artist of the Year, So Can Songwriter, Breakthrough Artist of the Year, Song of the Year, man, has been invited to like Canada's largest country festival, the Boots and Hearts Festival. Her single, Good at Getting Gone, has reached number 39 on the Canadian country radio chart. It surpassed 3.1 million organic views across Spotify, Apple, and Amazon Music. It uh, was named the 2023 Artist to Watch by Upstar Music, Front Porch Music, Countrypolitan, and World of Country. Slaying it on the climb. Parker Gray, welcome to the climb. Let's
2: go. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yes. That's
2: so excited. Psych- I don't
1: know how you get time to come out to the show. Welcome,
0: Parker Gray. That's hey, vulgar display of prowess there, by the way. Mm-hmm. On that, all those numbers. Was that did that skyrocket with one song, or is that a cumulative of? I know you've been working your butt off forever, but I mean, did 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 the hockey stick numbers happen? Like the big numbers happened, uh, launch on one song.
2: Yeah. So when the iHeartRadio Future Star thing happened for Good Again Gone, that certainly helped. Mm-hmm. I had some moments here and there on TikTok that like weren't viral by any stretch of the imagination, but they were like definitely moments that I think got the flywheel going. Mm-hmm. And then I just honestly think it's just been the age old showing up being consistent, consistent releases For sure. and just like the industry really just starting to like, be like, Oh, you're like a real human being that is like doing music and exists, you know, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, uh, I'm trying to think of what it was that I read this, but, I read somewhere, and this just really, really resonated with me. But it takes the universe eighteen months oh, sure. to receive the energy that you're putting out. Sure, you know what I mean. Hmm. And so that whole consistency thing about going through with that, the rest of the world is like eighteen months behind you. Yeah, you're right. That consistency thing. Now they're starting to get it. They're starting to figure it out. And uh, man, I hope it keeps snowballing for you. That is awesome.
2: Well, I come from I come from corporate like brand. Marketing. Okay. Oh. And so one of the rules, like years ago now, that number has like increased incredibly. But like it takes a shopper at the time, I think this might have been in like 2019, nine views of something. Like they have to see something nine times in order to get to purchase. That number is now astronomically higher because of. Social media and everything
1: is so noisy. Oh, she just opened a can. Uh oh. Okay, Johnny. I see him going. Oh, oh, this is my world. This is my world. I'm so excited I'm right thinking, now. I'm
0: thinking this is not an episode. This is song title challenge. But we didn't have parkrun <laughs> to an episode because this is the rabbit hole I want to go down with you, girl. Like I, I already got my hat on, my backpack. I got, I got my, like I got my, my snacks. I, I'm ready to go down that rabbit hole with you and disappear for a while. <laughs>
2: but it's like, but I, think, you know, the second that you get sick of your own stuff is the moment that people are just waking up to it, right? So Uh, to your point, it it took so long to get there. So I'm hoping that now to your point is where it's like, I still have to put in more work, Mm -hmm. but I think like it'll be a little bit more consistent. I'm seeing those numbers now start to be like more regular on a weekly basis and growing versus just being like you released and then you're stagnant for a certain amount of time.
0: Yep. Yes. Yes. We're trying to get to that part. It's hard. That's the... That's the promised land right there, where it's just regularly growing instead of, look at, we're marketing and everything's awesome. And holy crap, look at the monthly listeners we have on Spotify. And then, and then, like, ah, it's annoying.
2: Trying to build a true fan base is not for the
0: meek faint of heart yeah, yeah. Thank
2: you for not the for work. the
0: faint of heart that's exactly yeah. thank you exactly. well uh, thank you for saying yes obviously yes. you're working yeah. your butt off and you're giving us some time and so we appreciate-
2: i love it i love stuff like this i'm so excited and i've i've followed you both on instagram for a while and it was marla that in, was like i need you to meet the guys I
0: remember yeah, that's Marla introduced us <laughs> Oh, shit. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. All right.
1: Oh, my God. No, no,
0: no. I remember. I just saw Marla last night, by the way. She's the best. I freaking love her. I love her. I wish she'd run for office. I'd vote for her. Like, she's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Oh, man. Let's do it. Okay, so this one comes from, I believe... I believe I could be wrong, but I believe this is the first time we've ever used a title from this climber, Gene Reed. It's J E N N E. So I want to say that's Gene and not Genie, right? I think it's Gene Reed.
2: Wait,
0: Gene. And here's the here's the title. Wait, okay? what, how do you spell that name again?
1: I want to get that right. So it's J J
0: E A N N E. Jan? No, it's Gene. I'm pretty sure that's Gene. Gene, if we're, if I'm screwing this up, like I screwed up my introduction with Parker and then my reintroduction with Parker?
1: Yeah, Gene's going to be like, you used five of my titles, Johnny. You don't remember? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if <laughs> I'm screwing up, I'm thinking about your name, but oh my God. Like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. I need some AI to help me with this crap. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a song title. And in uh, I have, listen, this one kind of spoke to me for a very, very specific reason. It seems... I think this title seems... I'm going to give you the hot take before I give you the title. Okay, I, think the hot, okay. I, I think it seems a little... When I first saw it, it was kind of like... Wah, wah, like a little mundane-ish. Mm-hmm. But then when I started thinking about what you guys are going to cook up and what we're going to cook up as a team on what the pronoun is, then all of a sudden it took, it took a turn. And that's when it hit... Because I, I'll share something with you here in just a second. But the title is... But what if she says no?
1: Okay. But what if she says no? What if she says no? Okay. There we go. All right. Thank you, Gene Jean or Jeannie or Jeanne for sending this Jean. in.
0: Gene. I know it's Gene. I know it's Gene. I know it. Sure. I know it. I know it. So while you guys <laughs> marinate on that, I got I got So this is why this, maybe this is unfair. I, I have, I have a dog in this fight just because I was like, oh. Like, this could be about this. Yeah. So it, it was, you know, one of my, um, my, my number one client, corporate client, and you've heard me mention this name a couple times, Brent, a guy named Daniel Stidham. Oh, yeah. It was just to become a, a dear friend and a really good guy. Well, his dad is a sitting judge in Arkansas. And Daniel asked me for a favor last week, if I could help his dad set up a Facebook uh, account for some stuff he was doing with the book that he wrote. Turns out the book that he wrote is about the West Memphis Three, Mm -hmm. which is a really, really nationally charged murder trial that happened back in 1993, where evidently three young boys were falsely convicted of killing three eight-year-old boys. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they just, they spent almost 20 years in prison before they were freed. And he was one of the frickin' defense attorneys oh, in wow. that trial. And so that's why he wrote the book. And he's in all, there's like a million podcasts
1: about this, y'all. Mm-hmm. If you're into true crime, plumbers, I was in like, college, like an hour from West Memphis at the time. So there's a lot of, there's a couple of
2: documentaries on it too, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a bunch of documentaries on all over the place. So I was just watching one last night and I was like, Oh man, this is heartbreaking. Like these three young kids, these kids are like teenagers. Mm-hmm. And now they get out when they're like in their late 30s, wow. you know, and basically it's kind of a, a crap way that they were released, but still they were released. But man, what if she is justice? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's where it hit me right in the feels. And I was like, what if she says no? Uh, like, because the, the one kid, like the lead kid, his name was Damien. Like, the,
1: like he was just like, of course he just like that none of this case at all right no it didn't no, it didn't. because i remember it was, like because damien the whole big thing Eccles, was about right? double worshipping was it damien Eccles? Or? yeah echoes that's right yeah okay yeah i remember that name from freaking college yep yeah
0: yeah and he was he named himself like after this like priest that did all this stuff the guy's name was mr damien like it was a it, it wasn't that thing like he, he wasn't that guy but mm-hmm. anyway he just was like you see the footage and everything and he just isn't none of it's registering mm-hmm. Like what's going on? Because really you could just tell he's like in this state of disillusionment, like this isn't really gonna happen because I didn't do it. Yeah. But
1: it happened. And I was like, Wow, that's like what if she says no? That's interesting. That's cool.
0: what if Lady Justice says no. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so almost like almost like a vignette kind of story of, of these different situations and looking for you know justice or whatever. Yeah, but what if she says no? Yeah. yeah. What if the world isn't as as i mean it's a very dark song you know what the world isn't as fair as we think it is right yeah Yeah. what are you going to do then
2: yeah Whew.
0: well okay so on that note that one of the interviews in like 2010 from damien Echols is like as messed up as this whole thing is and this is coming from jail he's not out of jail yet you know As messed up he's not out of prison mm-hmm. As messed up as this whole thing is i still really have like this incredible life like i mean it was just like <laughs>
1: Like, oh wow
0: he's like i can't focus on the crap i can't control i can only focus on what i can't control you know and i was just like i mean my throat's right up here watching that with yeah and oh my gosh so there's so much out of that you know that could be I mean, it could be a positive thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah man that's interesting that's cool Yeah. So that takes it to, yeah. I mean, a really big place as far as, yeah, I guess that's what we're talking about, about the pronouns. What is she? Is she a metaphorical thing? A, I don't know what you'd say, call that, but property of the universe kind of thing. That's interesting. Of course, you know, the first thing I think of is he's afraid to ask this girl out. He's like, what if she says no, Mm -hmm. which I want to say, well, at least she could have said, yeah, at least there's a chance. Let's give her the chance to say yes. Or like, you'll be fine. (laughs) You know, I start trying to think of like making the mental list of like places where she might say no or situations in which she might say no. So one is like, yeah, you're, you know, you're going, you're getting ready for the date or you meet her out or whatever. But at any point she says no. Well, she says no. Like, you're going to stop like that kind of thing. Are you going to respect that? No, that almost like was that drunk girl by Chris Jansen, Mm -hmm. you know, that. Like, take her home, take care of her, be a gentleman, make sure she's safe. I wonder if there's a way to kind of feed into that thing. Like, yeah, what if she says no? Like, are you going to respect that? Like, are you going to – are you so worried about if she says yes? What if she says no. <laughs> are you going to – So, springboarding
0: off of that, what if, like, you're where you're saying, what if she says no to asking out the girl mm-hmm. and the whole setup in the verses are all about, his apprehension to go over Mm -hmm. and ask her out. But then the chorus is, but if she says yes, and it's like a look into the future and it's all this awesome stuff that happens. And that could be, it could be cool.
2: Another perspective change on that too. Right. When you said it, I was like, Oh yeah, this could also be interesting of like, you've spent all this time trying to like fix yourself and like do all the therapy and like be ready for a relationship Mm -hmm. so then it's more introspective of like when the right person comes what if she says no Mm -hmm. like what if that version of me says no in the moment and then like what happens like do i lose the chance of love do i lose all the work that i've done like and making it more of like you're talking to yourself in the mirror
1: that's freaking awesome so the she from a female point of view is the that person I'm going to become
0: mm-hmm.
1: or whatever says yeah. no.
0: Whoa. That's interesting. <laughs> see? I didn't see that coming at all. That's yeah. like right there. Well, the she shoots, the she game. scores. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like to make things really complicated a lot of the time. Mm-hmm.
0: No, but that's like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that what you could do with that, I think could like, that's the kind of premise that could really, move a lot of people Mm -hmm. right that can affect a lot of people because they're like because they get who the she is yeah
2: and i think like the other if you wanted to go even like a different lane with like what if she says no of like what if you're struggling like there's someone that's struggling with addiction in your life Mm -hmm. and it's like a parent, parental figure or a sister or an aunt or something and like and you're and everyone's like begging them to just like put down the bottle put down like put down whatever it is that they're
1: let us help you
2: yeah and what if they say no yeah like do you lose that person like and just like talking about maybe who they were before mm-hmm. and then what has made them change and then i would also bookend it where you land on what if she says no like the life that you could have mm-hmm. and we're telling you that this could be amazing but what if they say no to that life that they can't see
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So from the outsiders, like the people trying to help the the addict in trouble, Mm -hmm. the great angle, let's flip it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Eric Clapton's cocaine, right? JJ Kale wrote it. Mm -hmm. If you want to hang out, you got to take her out cocaine Mm -hmm. so what if it's the internal of the attic going what if she says no what if this time i don't get that same rush like oh yeah what if what if you know like and you go down that sort of Mm -hmm. deep introspective thing of like it's a hard life being (laughs) being like this you know (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it could be
1: yeah oh go ahead parker
2: i like i like that too because what you could to, to the she being the high yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if the high says no? Like, the high's like, no, nope, you're gonna need more. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's it's like it's never gonna be enough. So the whole song is like chasing that thing that you'll never yeah. get because you've only ever had it. Once. It
1: could be, I mean, it'd be interesting about all the things we chase to try and find fulfillment and
3: mm. completeness.
1: And the she could be some like kind of different every time. It's the girl. It's the yeah. bottle. It's the baby. It's the all this stuff. Maybe, but there's still that whole you know, in your heart or whatever, but all the things are maybe personified in a feminine way. It's like, yeah, but what she says, no, that's no, that's not enough. No, you're yeah. still not good enough. Nope. Or maybe it's achievement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: So basically the inside story of every type A. Yeah oh my gosh it's, that's right yeah what if she's a car i mean like you know we love to refer to our cars
2: oh.
0: as females right like what if she says no like what if she won't start like what
1: happened oh, that's what i was thinking like it just won't start man oh dang it
2: that's cool that's giving me mustang or me by uh megan Moroni. who's uh-huh. <laughs> gonna break down first that mustang or me
1: oh yeah Whoa. Oh, yeah that's great
2: I love referring to it as a as an object. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, what is uh, "68 Fastback" by Zach Bryan, Mm -hmm. where it's like he's kind of like referring to this thing that's him, but it's the vehicle. And like, I love those where you personify it in a way that it's in like another object. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, shit, it's about you the whole time. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like your you know, "What if my heart says no" kind of thing is like. Yeah, if you play off the, you know, the the car won't start. The da da da. But you know, what if, well, like when the, this guy that I think I I want or whatever, I just want to fall in love. It's like, what if? Yeah, what if my heart just says no and it's like, nah, you're not feeling it.
2: You know, this is going like a whole other angle of like taking your the most typical one, which is obviously like the asking someone out. Mm-hmm. But this also takes me to like if someone comes out for the first time mm-hmm. and they're like they've never asked someone out as they've come out mm-hmm. oh, and imagine that lean of like someone who has always been heterosexual their whole life. And then they come out and then they have this new fear of like, what if they say no and I'm making the wrong decision and like this, like, and I'm questioning my sexuality all over again. Yeah. Like I can imagine that that's like even, even more challenging.
1: Oh wow. Almost like a starting that's over. That's a new kind twist. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a different twist. Oh, that's good. That's good.
2: Yeah.
1: That is interesting. That's really good if she says no it's like everyone else is celebrating me
2: yeah or whatever I got
1: a whole month yeah but what if the person I like just doesn't like me back <laughs> it takes a lot of the bloom off that rose doesn't it
2: right honestly
1: <laughs> it sort of takes the
2: pride out of pride.
1: <laughs> yeah oh man I think too like uh, that moment where like you ask someone to marry you or maybe even before that in relationship was like you know, the kind of the saying, I love you for the first time. What if they don't, what if they say, you know, I ask them if they love me and they say, no, it's like, it's kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a moment in that relationship where that's, you can't really go back from that. If they say they don't love you, well, maybe they will, will later, or maybe that's the end of it. You know, that's kind of Fisher cut bait kind of moment. Mm-hmm. What I'm having a hard time with this is, you know, it poses a question, In such a negative way, like I'm so geared these days for like trying to find the positive, trying to like not settle on, oh, what are all the things that could go wrong? But like, what are all the things that could go right? And trying to think out like, how do you land that hook with, but what if she says no? I I think what
0: you just said, I think you just, I think you just fleshed out the structure of the idea Mm -hmm. that we had before, right? Mm -hmm. Like the first verse is what if she says no when I'm trying to ask her out? Yeah. The second verse is what if she says no when I tell her I love her first, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the bridge is what if she says no when I give her the ring? Yeah. And it's always about the inner conflict that you have about the, the inner fear of being rejected. Mm-hmm. But the chorus is, but either that or, but she said yes. Yeah. Or what if she says yes, yeah. right? But if she says yes or, or but she said yes, and there we go. Mm-hmm. And here's what happened in the chorus, like after the first dates, you know, and she said yes, and then we ended up moving in together and doing all this stuff. And then she said yes, and now we're married and we got a couple kids. You know what
1: I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. You could almost like, Almost
1: bookend it. Like, you know, what if she says no? Yeah. And
0: then
2: yeah, you know, all this yeah. negative
1: stuff. What if she says no? Then at the end of it, what if she says no? But she said yes. Right. Yeah. So they could get to the positive. Like, what if she said no? And she breaks my heart. Dah, dah, dah. What if she says no? But she said yes.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: That kind of thing. But OK, Parker, what were you saying?
2: I was going to this is a whole this is a similar thing, but different. But what if the whole song was about her mom? And it was like it's like that story of compare like the whole first verse like you have no clue where it's going and it's like Mm -hmm. about what you like love about her mom and it's like but their qualities are very similar and it's like the whole song is about asking her mom to marry him because maybe she's a single mom or something Mm -hmm. like it's a whole different like kind of lane that just is positive at the end it's like if she's even if she says no like what if she says no, but what if it's a yes? Like it's that what if back and forth story that you're talking about. It's like that you can't, maybe it's a song about all dwelling on the what ifs and Mm -hmm. it's like, you can't spiral about what you can't control and.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You just have to take the next step in faith, right? Like the next step.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And thinking, kind of going back to what Parker was talking about, like the she is myself as a female singer on this song, but like the people pleaser, the person that always says yes to, you know, what if she says no? Oh. What if this girl you think I am says no, and does something for her? What if she says no? Oh, that's good. Like you always want to do this, you always want to do that. I'm always just subservient and whatever, and not standing up backbone. You know, what if she grows a backbone? What if she says no?
2: Take that.
1: And doesn't do everything just to please you, and that could be like in the context of a relationship, of parents. Of Life. society, of kind of whatever. Like, what if she just doesn't go along to get along anymore? What if she stands up? Yeah,
0: yeah. kind of like a coming of age of a person where, yeah, it doesn't even have to be about like a romantic relationship, right? Oh, what right. if it's just somebody that's always giving, 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 mm-hmm. and then they start to realize, like, okay, I'm not going to stop giving, but I have to say no yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah. Boundaries. And so, what is like what if she says, boundaries. yeah, I love that i love that i love that
1: i think that could be like what is that that old mary chapin carpenter song uh, he thinks he'll keep her yeah i don't know if you remember that one but it's a little bit of that but definitely female empowerment of yeah all the stuff and you'd think she won't but what if she says no what if she yeah not in a totally selfish kind of way because i think we worship ourselves too much but like in a healthy boundary i'm not gonna let you just take advantage of me yeah. kind of thing or I'm sorry I'm not gonna be what exactly what my parents think she says no yeah
2: it gives me also like um a little bit of like Miranda Lambert like what if I what if I just kick back and don't make dinner for the kids and like have a glass of wine by myself what if I just say <laughs> no you know like yeah more yeah. like on the playful end too yeah. Or just like, yeah you know husband wants me to do whatever what if I just say no what if I just don't like
1: yeah and are you still going to love her? Yeah. Like, like maybe it's if, in a she relationship. Says no. if she says no, if she doesn't feel like doing whatever in the backseat, what if she says, no, are you still going to respect that? What if she said No, yeah. you know, or just whatever the stuff is. Yeah. Like, are you going to let her have herself? Yeah. Oh, that's could be, good. To be cool. Like, Kind of shot across the bow to selfish boys. Shot across the bow boy here.
2: Yeah, that's cool too. Or to society
1: or whatever, you know, like (laughs) it can go either way. Like, what if she wants to go to work or what if she wants to stay home with the kids? What if she says, No, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm raising babies. Screw you. Yeah. (laughs) Nine to five. You know, or the other way
0: too. Yeah. What if it's a song about a guy starting to realize kind of in the vein of Gary Allen? All I'm going to be as her man. Mm-hmm. You know, starting to realize like he's a pain in the ass and he's yeah. been taking her for granted. Yeah. And, you know, he's out partying and all of a sudden. He's just like, you know, I know she's going to come pick me up because I can't drive myself home right now. But what if she says no? Like, what, you know, what if the door's locked? Because one I day come she home? will. Yeah. <laughs> and getting it together
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a personal growth way to try to be a better man to your girl.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, what if she says no? Because one day she will. Yeah. Yeah. Like he knows that he is on borrowed time. I like that because one day right. she will. Right. Yeah. Like I better get this crap together.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like he's like he knows the emotional bank account is almost bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a couple extra days of taking the trash out on time is like going to fix it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you could spend that a couple ways. I'm thinking of like point of view, like, you know, some artists would own that and would be that guy. Mm-hmm. Some artists might be like, want to talk to someone, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, you're doing this, you're doing that. Or it could be a female talking to like a male, you know, about, Hey dude, you need to get your stuff together. Cause yeah. what if she said, yeah, you're getting drunk cause you know, she'll pick you up or you think she'll be there for you at the end of the night, your booty call, whatever last call thing. What, but what if she says no? Cause one day she will like, you need to get your stuff together. It yeah. could be cool coming from a, a
0: female. I love yeah. that.
1: Oh, okay. Total Toby Keith route,
0: tongue in cheek, super fun. Mm-hmm. It's about the hall pass for married guys, right? Oh <laughs> so it's, it's just like he's talking on the phone with his boys and they all want to go golf or they all want to go rage at the bar or whatever. And he's like, well, yeah, but what if she says no? But she said yes, and here we are. <laughs> like, <"Bye."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put our boot up the ass of this bar right here. like. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and like, can no be like, the answer you want, like, is there a way that's with that? We're like, I want to hear no. Ooh. Like, oh, that's no. what I want to hear, right? Like, but what if? she, okay. which makes it to what if she said yes, but like just in a different way,
0: dude. The guys at, the guy thinks, oh, dude, that's that's it. What? Like hey, that that's so freaking genius, dude. Because like, look, like it's all about the rumors you've been hearing about your girl. Yeah, and she thinks she's cheating. Yeah. Right. And she's been spending time and she's been doing all this stuff. And it's like, and you ask her, but what if she says no? Yeah, that's cool. You know, and And the other thing. Go ahead.
2: The other thing that I was thinking about was what if it is like, you know, there's a girl that you like or a person. Yeah, there's a girl that you like. And then they're like getting pursued by someone else. And you're kind of like watching it go down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but what if she says no to that person? Mm Am I going to like what am I going to do? Or like, what is my plan to get the girl?
0: Yeah. What if your best buddy is about to propose (laughs) to his girl that you're in love with? (laughs) (laughs) That's messy. And you do it. And you know what? And here's what you do with the melody. You do something nasty with the melody, like with Olivia Newton-John's, I honestly love you or even better. Barry Manilow's look like we made it break up cheating songs right yeah. those are cheating songs i remember playing that for janelle like like we played music for each other like like sometimes i'm relying on bed and stuff we'll get alexa to play songs and i am like we played and all of a sudden we're listening to the words they're like holy crap this is a cheating song <laughs> <He's> still <laughs> like we made it with that big soaring melody yeah. and it just sounds like this huge love song but it's like no they're yeah, both they're both sinners
1: that's funny <laughs>
0: but that would be like a Jesse's girl kind of spin on it. Yeah. Parker, if you did it that way, you know, oh, what okay. if she says, no, then I'm in, yeah.
1: I'm in. Like, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> what am I going to do then? Is it cool if I go out with her? If she says no to you. Is that fine? Yeah.
0: I mean, think about how you could go down that road, right? Yeah. Like you, you're talking about this. Whole, what if you're, you sort of spin it in the way that Brett Eldridge did with, where she, she's getting married, but she's not, she doesn't want to marry, she wants to get married, but she doesn't want to marry me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if that kind of a thing where it's like, it sounds like you're about to propose, but really you reveal mm-hmm. that it's your best friend. Yeah. yeah. And, you're the, and you're in love with her. Now, how the hell do you deal with your friend if she's, what if she says no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how am I going to deal with that? Like, hey, get, yeah. is your friendship going to get screwed? Right. Is he going to want the best for me? Is he going to hate me? Is he going to shoot me? Like, wow. <laughs> right. <sighs> that went deeper than I thought. That we got a lot of good freaking looks at it, y'all. Yeah. I think we like, did. Like that was fantastic. That was great.
1: That was great. Parker, where can uh where can that that had we had more angles than Jean's Jeannie's Jean's, Jean's name? Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Had a lot of possibility in that. Oh <laughs> there, there is, right? There is. And look at how we twisted
0: the she and then you went and when then we were like thinking about okay, juxtaposing the no with the yes, but mm-hmm. then you went to when is no a good thing,
1: right? Right. Yeah, it's like the two pink lines, Eric Church, when they're not married, and they're like, what if she's not pregnant? Know. <laughs> you know, or yeah, right. if you are, you know, like, oh, that could change. Yeah. Like,
0: oh,
1: the no. I don't know. You know, the angle that we had,
0: the, the angle that we had where we're talking about the addict and the people on the outside yeah. trying to help the addict? Mm-hmm. Well, what if it's that spin, like, in a you in know, one-on-one thing, maybe not like the whole familial thing, but the one-on-one thing where – it's all about the person living with an alcoholic or living mm-hmm. with an addict and the hope that one day she's going to say no yeah to alcohol oh yeah and how much better our life could be if this would happen and that could be dark but good like really good yeah so anyway
2: i literally wrote Started a song yesterday that is that. Really? <laughs> a, I have an alcoholic in my family, and it is like the whole like what like is there like if there's a chance mm-hmm. like if there's there's still a little bit of hope. Wow.
0: Yeah. Right. And you want it because you love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just love.
2: Oh my god. Yeah.
0: Them. Oh my god. That's so good. Parker, where can uh, climbers reach you? How can they how can they follow you?
2: You can find me on all of the streaming platforms. Look up my name, Parker Gray, and then I'm also on TikTok
0: threads, Instagram, at Parker Gray,
2: just
0: my name, YouTube. And Gray is spelled G-R-A-Y-E. G-R-A-Y-E, yes. Yes. There we go. (laughs) Well, thank you once again for saying yes, Parker. You guys, listen, if you want to have a rock star like this, help flesh out your song ideas, send your titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. That brings us to the end of another song title challenge this podcast exists because we want you to win so keep on climbing
1: and we'll see you at the top Song title challenge.
3: it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football